has value. I believe in an America. Here inside the small Old Eau Claire print building in Columbia, South Carolina, a crowd of supporters for candidate Senator Elizabeth Warren held on to hope as she assured them she would not be giving up on the Democratic primary race. I believe in that America. I can see that America. And if you believe that America is possible, and you believe that America is worth fighting for, then I'm asking you, Get in this fight. Get in this fight. Get in this fight. Get in this fight. Because this moment in history will not come our way again. This is the moment we have been called to. This is our moment to choose hope over fear. Our moment to choose courage over cynicism, our moment to dream big, fight hard, and win. And with that, she was off to make campaign stops in Arkansas and Texas before the day was through, revving up for Super Tuesday. She wasn't sticking around for results. Warren failed to pick up even a single delegate in South Carolina on election night. The Associated Press reported that former Vice President Joe Biden won by an overwhelming margin, and he's walking away with nearly 50% of the vote and 33 delegates, not leaving much more for any of the other candidates. Even after two fiery debate performances in Nevada and South Carolina, Warren set her campaign sights on Super Tuesday. Here in South Carolina, Warren only pulled 7% of the vote. Before Saturday's election, her campaign pulled $1.2 million worth of ads from Nevada and South Carolina in order to redistribute that ad money in delegate-heavy states like California and Texas. With former New York City Mayor Mike Bloomberg now formally on the ballot in Super Tuesday states and flooding America's airwaves with commercials, Warren's campaign is struggling to stay in the top three in some national polls, like she did in Iowa. A recent national poll from NBC and the Wall Street Journal has her tied with Bloomberg at 14 percentage points. That poll was conducted February 14th through the 17th and has a 4.75 percentage point margin of error. Back at the Warren event in Columbia, Betsy Ford and Pamela Collum, a retired Army veteran, couldn't keep from talking over each other, both so sure of why they're still confident in putting their support behind Senator Warren. She's the smartest one in the field. She's the most articulate one in the field. She grew up she, she does not have wishes. She has plans. Everybody else has wishes. Um, so, yeah, I've been on board a long time. I'm sorry, I'm hogging the mic. It's That's your all turn. right, because I would have hogged the mic too if I, I, if I, I agree up. with everything you say. <laughs> She, I grew up poor, she grew up poor, my father was a working man, and we have risen to a level of prosperity, and we're very passionate about things that we care about, and so was Elizabeth. So. Meanwhile, Senator Bernie Sanders made his way to Boston to make a final push before Super Tuesday, right in Elizabeth Warren's backyard. 
Sanders winning Warren's home state of Massachusetts would be a deafening blow, considering she's already facing pressure from some to drop out and get behind Sanders, who is the frontrunner on their side of the moderate-progressive divide. Some supporters have suggested that Senator Warren should drop out due to lackluster showing in both New Hampshire and Nevada. Still, she says she is not intimidated by a challenge. I know that um, Massachusetts is a very progressive state and progressive ideas are, are very popular. And so I'm sure that's why Bernie is, is campaigning there. You know, when I first ran for office, I'd never been in politics. And it was just back in 2012. And um, when I got in the race, I started out down 17 points. And the good people of Massachusetts said, you take that point position and we'll help you do the rest of us. The field of candidates in the race to be the 2020 Democratic presidential nominee has narrowed in the past month with entrepreneur Andrew Yang, former Massachusetts Governor Deval Patrick, Colorado Senator Michael Bennett, and now billionaire Tom Steyer all dropping out before Super Tuesday. What started out as a historically diverse race is nearly entirely made up of white candidates who were now vying for the African-American vote here in South Carolina. African-Americans make up 60% of the Democratic electorate here in the state, making it imperative for candidates to have won the support of black voters. Senator Warren picked up several endorsements from prominent African-American political figures, such as Massachusetts Representative Ayanna Presley. South Carolina congressional seat candidate Kim Nelson, and Columbia City Councilwoman Tamika Isaac Devine, who spoke to Warren's supporters before she took the stage in Columbia. To you, there are a lot of people out here who feel as though they are invisible. They're invisible. That their government has literally turned its back on them. That they are not seen, appreciated, that their issues aren't addressed. But here comes Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> and suddenly, the invisible are given face. And people understand what it's like to struggle because she knows the struggle. If you've ever heard her story, you know she's been where we've been. A Quinnipiac University national poll conducted from February 5th through the 9th that surveyed 1,519 people showed Warren has support from only 8% of black voters far behind former Vice President Joe Biden's 27%. The poll has a 2.5 percentage point margin of error. Still, many of the issues emphasized in Warren's campaign are some of the most important for African-American voters, such as Medicare for All, college affordability, and racial justice. Across the street from the Elizabeth Warren event, Peggy Warren, no relation, was just leaving her polling place. As a senior citizen with disability, she's got one issue on her mind. Healthcare. I, have, I haven't worked in a year and a half because of my disability. So I hope that is really one of the main issues that's going to be taken care of. Looking beyond Super Tuesday states, Warren has set up a considerable operation in Illinois. She held a town hall in Chicago's Edgewater neighborhood back in November and has 20 members on staff in the state. Warren's campaign has been endorsed by longtime Illinois Representative Jan Schakowsky. Voters in Illinois still have a few weeks to go until their primary on March 17th, but votes cast later in the race may be more consequential than in past years. It may not be clear after Super Tuesday who will win a majority of the delegates and the nomination. According to 538, 
Right now, no one has the best chance of winning more than half the pledge delegates. And for Warren, her chances are less than 1 in 100. Although, back at the event at the old Eau Claire print building, Columbia residents Tiffany Rushton and Tim Vandenberg are still holding out hope for a Warren presidency, but said they think if she doesn't make it to the nomination, her supporters will still be willing to get behind whoever is the nominee. I, I think so. Absolutely. absolutely. Yes. We see so many of the same familiar places. People are supporting the Democratic Party, I think, and they're getting informed so that they can be prepared for whoever comes through. For WCRX, I'm Louise Nets.